With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Campus Freak and State still dancing. The garden sure is sweet. This team from Manhattan in Manhattan is elite. We got dudes with purple pride, with crazy faith and joy. And that NYC dog in them, the treat for Bosco's boys. Oh, don't you know, we're on a podcast. We're Bosco's boys. Because I love you, Bonehead's baby. We're on a podcast. We're Bosco's boys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Boom, the boys are back, and it's time for our weekly live show. Hopefully, everyone was able to see some of the tweets from earlier in the day, uh, letting folks know we're going to be a little bit uh, late, starting three minutes late, uh, and I wasn't able to do the usual ramp up, get people excited, get ready for the live uh, show. But folks, we are here. Before we jump into it, we're sponsored by the best craft brewery in the entire state of Kansas, and that is Manhattan Brewing company folks they have a beer for everything they even had a beer for the special all in for k-state day of giving uh that was today uh they have beers for the coaches as we saw the condor triple ipa for connor riley and the tang party uh for coach tang it is finding its way all throughout the state of kansas and now right here in the kansas city metro as well so be sure to get a four-pack. If you see it on tap anywhere, make sure you get a couple pint, pints. And then, of course, always make sure you are visiting when you are in the happiest place in the world, Manhattan, Kansas. Now, before we uh, get started, before we uh, talk to anyone who wants to participate tonight, I want to talk a little bit about what has happened surrounding the K-State basketball program ever since that win versus Kentucky. Uh, And of course, as a K-State fan, I'm going to seek out and I'm going to see anything that is talking about K-State, especially, uh, you know, in in a positive light. But folks, I think at least as we're sitting here in the Sweet 16, we are America's team. Seemingly everything that this team does goes viral on Twitter. You have folks at ESPN, Fox, CBS, following around this team, national talking heads showing up in New York to talk to this team. You have the folks over at Barstool 
trying to basically get as embedded with this team as they can. Uh, National Tastemakers on Twitter, folks from Nike sending special shoes, all sorts of love for this team. And Marquise Noel, especially in New York City, he's seemingly getting uh, attention from just about every single national person. Folks, I'm not going to be surprised if K-State wins on Thursday. You're going to see Marquise Noel and Jerome Tang on the Today Show, Good Morning America, all these national news programs coming live from New York City. That's how much attention, positive attention, and positive stories are coming out about this K-State team. Back here in Kansas City, we're getting more K-State talk on 610 and 810 than we have uh, years combined. Uh, Folks, it is fun to be on top of the college basketball world, and this team is. Now, can the leaders handle it? Can they keep grounded? Can they keep their head in the game? Are they going to be ready to roll tomorrow as we're recording this or uh, today, later on today, if you're listening to this on release day, we're going to find out. I would like to think so. I'd like to think that Jerome Tang uh, can keep these guys grounded. I'd like to think they all know that something bigger is at play versus just playing one game, uh, you know, a sweet 16 game versus versus Michigan State. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not even that nervous about this game. I, I. I just have this supreme confidence in this team, and and something tells me they're going to take care of business, no matter the distractions, no matter how much attention they're getting. I just think they're going to take care of business. Um, so, with that said, I'm going to start talking to some of these folks who are participating in the live show. We're going to start with Callie Mike first. Callie Mike. Welcome back to the show, um, my friend. What what is your takeaway, and what's it been like consuming you know stuff from the sports media, sports content uh, that has all the these nationalized, these talking heads focused on your K State Wild? Well, thank you, Scott. I mean, it's nothing short of incredible. Like, I think we're just we're all on cloud nine right now. Uh, I have to think like we're glued to Twitter. There's just constant posts out there um, just with positive glowing reactions to K-State basketball. Um, You've got people predicting, you know, national champions because they love this team, you know? And I think that the, the overall energy uh, for people that follow sports and the NCAA tournament um, has given us a boost, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, I love it. Um, I'm, I'm glued to my Twitter feed. Um, I'm reading all the articles. I'm watching all the videos. Uh, it's amazing. Um, and as a side note, all in for K-State. Um, I certainly donated, and I'm hoping to get some of that, uh, that beer that uh, Manhattan Brewing put together for that. Yeah, shout out to uh, all in for K-State. I donated uh, today as well. Uh, to the campaign out at the foundation. And then I also um, made a donation to the K-State College of Business as well and uh, set up a small monthly gift with Wildcat NIL. So there's something in the uh, air today on this Wildcat Day of Giving, uh, not just to the foundation, but to my uh, graduating school and Wildcat NIL as well. So 
Callie, Mike, I'm glad you got involved and I'll see if I can help facilitate some of that all in for K-State beer. I, or I think they were calling it ALN, nice little play on words, right. uh, which I, I think I think it was a pineapple Hefeweizen, uh, Manhattan Brewing Company. It's where it's at. So I'll see if I can help facilitate getting some of that to you. Uh, let's go to Joel next uh, because uh, we'll go we'll go with the young kids uh, back to back to back because I'm sure they're seeing even more of this than uh, my old asses as well. But Joel, what's it like being a graduate and fan of seemingly America's team in the Sweet Sixteen? Yeah, I mean, it feels pretty nice. Uh, apologies to my employer today. Uh, I got nothing done. I was stuck on Twitter, like Callie Mike was saying, just reading everything, taking everything in. It's it's amazing. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's a school hotter than your fight in Kansas State Wildcats right now. And, yeah, I'm having a blast. Unlike you, I'm feeling nervous for tomorrow, but I'm always nervous. Um, but we should handle business, and this could be something. Honestly, I'm sure when I wake up tomorrow morning, uh, I'm going to be like shitting myself. I'll, I'll feel like a molten just ball of lava in my stomach uh, due to nerves. Uh, but right now, like weirdly enough, as we're sitting here on this Wednesday evening, um, it might be because I, I just went to a work happy hour and got to hang out with uh, my honestly the best friend I still have at work. Uh, and I actually had not seen him since the pandemic started. Uh, when shit started popping off, he just moved to Colorado for three and a half years. So uh, m- maybe I'm just uh, going off of good vibes from hanging out with a couple of buddies. But I'm not nervous right now. I think tomorrow will be horrible. Uh, feel free to check in on me uh, tomorrow morning. Send me a tweet, and I'll let you know how I'm feeling. Uh, let's go to Cole next, and then we'll go to Hayes. Cole. I know you're out there, you know, in the Rockies, not necessarily, uh, you know, in K-State territory. But, I mean, every time I log on to the Internet, I feel like someone else uh, with a big following is trying to attach themselves to the K-State brand. So I feel like, you know, every place is K-State territory, right? Oh, yeah. It's great to see. I mean, it sounds it's like a, a cliche, cliche joke to make, but – it really seems like we are America's team right now. Um, and it's just great to see this team that we have found so lovable and this coaching staff that has seemingly defied all odds from the start. Um, you know, it's great to see some of the national talking heads, find them just as lovable as we do. You know, we're a little bit biased. We're always going to love our guys, but there's just something special about this group. Um, obviously we've said it so many times, but just some, some amazing storylines to go along with this team. And it's great to see that, uh, the country is kind of finally catching on to what a special season we're having. And really, I'm kind of like you guys, I can't get enough of it. So it's like the more people that are talking about the cats, you know, I just can't get enough. I'll take, I don't even care who it is. I'll, I'll, I'll take a minute to to read a little slip here or an article there. We'll go next to Hayes. Hayes, what's the mood like on campus? As well as what's it like being at America's favorite university? Oh, the mood is great. I wish I could talk about on campus more, but I think all the stress of the uh, round of 32 game and the whole tournament uh, made me sick this week. So I haven't been on campus much. 
but oh no, no, I, I don't like hearing that. <laughs> and if if it wasn't for probably my worst week this semester yet, I'd uh I'd be on the road to MSG right now. But it's all right. Vibes are still super high. Um, already super nervous for uh, next game. Um, just anytime you face Izzo, it ain't easy. Although I am confident, love the matchup. Um, I've just been liking and retweeting stuff left and right. The content's been amazing. Not to mention getting to, I was too young for the Jam Sam drama when it all happened. So getting to catch up on all that was a pretty hilarious day the last couple of days. Um, so it, it's been wonderful on K-State Twitter. Yeah, so it, I, I know we have actually a, a relatively sizable amount of folks who aren't on Twitter that actually listen to the show. Um, there, there has been a recounting and possible, uh, I don't know, indictment might be the right word. We might have found out who took the receipt out of the trash to turn in Jamar Samuels. Um, and it is, well, I, I'm not going to... If you want to know more, reach out to me specifically. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into all of it, just in case. Uh, just in, I, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to. I don't want to say the name. I don't want to get back to him. I'm, I'm a little weary of that. Actually, I'll say this. Allegedly, I'll do the Pat McAfee, and I'll say allegedly. Allegedly, former Mayor Bob Strawn was the one who turned in Jamar Samuels. Uh, and, and we might have uncovered that this week on Twitter. So um, what a wild time to be alive. Um, and, yeah, if you want to know more, reach out. But it, it's been a wild week on K-State Twitter, and it's only Wednesday, seven fourteen. Let's go to Ema Elvis next. Ema Elvis, how does it feel uh, to see all your talents being widely loved uh, by the Twitter populace? Well, I have to thank you for – giving that Kentucky Reigns Tears of a Clown song uh, a bunch of traction. Uh, I looked this morning, and it had like 22,000 views between uh, your post and the one with the locker room at Oklahoma State, I think it was, where they're, they're clapping and jiving along to uh, Little Baby, but it's now Kentucky Reigns Tears of a Clown. And, and you know, that was – that was inspired by a post. It was Ryan Moss, I think. Yep. Uh, Power made a Cat Ryan, yep. Yeah, after hearing, uh, I guess it was the theme song that I did, uh, he was disappointed that that there wasn't a parody of Kentucky Rain. And so I thought, oh, damn, I should have done one. Uh, and then I, I saw a picture of a clown face in someone referring to Coach Cal of Kentucky and, and, you know, calling Marquise Noel, the little kid. Um, and I just thought he's a fucking clown and we need a song about him. So that inspired the whole thing. It came to me like in five minutes and I was downstairs in the studio when I should have been working. Um, but I recorded that real quick and, and sent it to you. And, and, uh, here we are with, uh, probably approaching 25,000 views by now, but um, I, I think it's great to get that out there and, and let people hear it. I did, did get a phone call yesterday uh, that I didn't answer and no voicemail was left, but it was from a town just outside of Memphis. And I thought, Oh shit, it's the Elvis mafia coming after me. So that, that, that's amazing. Uh, 
So how, how's the week been? Not only uh, does your song go uh, a little bit viral, but uh, I, I can't think of many, you know, weeks that it's been more fun to be a K-State fan and seeing more national attention on the athletic department. How, how's it been? For- Man, it's awesome. I'm just soaking it all up. It's, uh, I can't get enough of it. And when, when I see other people, catching on for the first time to what we've been witnessing all year long, which is really amazing. And it's kind of a shame that we get to a point where we start to take it for granted and we shouldn't because it's, this is a special time and, and it's just awesome to be around this vibe that we've got. And I think our team will be really focused and not distracted by all this attention. Uh, But man, they deserve it. Let's go to the good chef, Andre Napier, because you brought up a point. He and I were actually texting back and forth, and I touched on a little bit in my intro, but I I do have a little bit of worry about, uh, you know, is this a distraction? How much of this is taking away from possible focus versus will it only make them more locked in? And chef, uh, God bless his soul, even though he does have the disgusting Wabash cannonball dog as his picture still. Um, he was like, no, this is only going to make them more locked in. Uh, so we'll go to Chef next. Uh, Chef, A, just tell everyone what you told me about uh, about how you think this is going to make them more locked in. And then after that, how's this week been? Again, you're up in Ohio, but as I told uh, Colorado, Cole, and the Rockies, it feels like every place is part of K-State Nation uh, this week with all the attention. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're laser-focused. In my opinion, you know, these guys <laughs> – they uh they came on on a business trip but you know when you did the player interviews they not only said that was a goal like you had said but it wasn't the end goal the end goal is houston you know they they want to get they they're really committed to getting to houston and i mean doing something that this program's never done really i mean in recent years in recent memory but i i i have total faith in it and about everybody being all over the place. I, I have got the K-State basketball bug all over me. God, these little kids are driving me nuts. But uh, th- I, I got the K-State bug. I mean, I can't get enough information and enough access to this team. I mean, Coach Tang's doing Instagram lives, and Jareem Dowling is giving us little snippets of Beasley in the building. Like, my God, is there is there ever more of a time for to be a K-State fan and just – soak it all in like i'm i'm in gift mode again you know i'm making gifts baby let's go yes it it truly has been like i said basically since the game ended on sunday it's been so much cats everywhere coming national and locally let's go to chris next and then we'll go to the coffee fiend after that chris what's the last three days been for you Have, have you hit overload uh with cats content what's it been like seeing all these national talking heads um, trying trying to just attach themselves to case. No, I don't think there's. Uh, I don't think it's possible to get overload with uh, K State content. I mean, it's it's just so great to be in the national spotlight again, and uh, for people to be talking about us um, on the national stage. And it's just great to be relevant again. And so uh, it's awesome because um, I remember when I was younger in grade school and when they have access to cable TV or whatever. Uh, it was always a big deal when you ever heard K-State mentioned either on TV or on the radio. 
uh, by like the big like ABC, CBS or whatever. And so, um, yeah, it's always a thrill when you get uh, national pundits talking about us and uh, giving us praise. But hopefully we're locked in this week because uh, uh, now that we're in the second weekend, you want to build off this. And then we're, we're all just hoping to make it to even uh, next weekend in the final four where we're even even more in the spotlight, like times a billion. So um, really looking forward to it, getting a little nervous, getting a little anxious, but it's 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 a good feeling. We'll go to Nick and then we'll we'll start going around the horn and start getting some folks predictions and try to get some of this nervous energy out of here. Uh, but Nick, what's the week been like for you, my friend, and all the uh, k content, not just locally, but from all these national folks? I think being in the biggest market there is in New York City, uh, you can't, can't. What? Hold on. Uh, sorry about that. Um, no, being in the biggest market in New York City uh, has done wonders uh, for this team. And then being able to uh, be recognized for what we've done so far in the, the season. Um, not only, and just think about this, the whole sports season since the fall with football. I mean, we have been gifted with excellence and success and I can't thank Gene Taylor enough for the hires of Chris Kleiman and now uh, Jerome Tang and now um, we're getting into the clothing and whatnot so shout out to Chef for tweeting faster than me uh, at quote tweeting the uh, Jerome Tang having the same sweatshirt as me so uh, shout out to you Chef for pointing that out literally your tweet came in right as I was tweeting about Jerome Tang having the same sweat- sweatshirt as me from Homefield. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited for tomorrow. Already got plans with the neighbors to hang out and have a party. So, um, let's get into uh, this week, this weekend and pass and get to the final four. Well, there we go. Let's get into some of the predictions. Let's get some of that nervous energy out of here. Let, let's start with Callie Mike. Uh, what I'm going to ask you guys is, are we going to win the game? You can give me a score and then give me a player outside of uh, Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson uh, who's going to be seen as either that number three guy because uh, we're always looking for that third musketeer in any given game. Or you can say, hey, uh Tyke Green is going to make a big play, and this is what it's going to be. It doesn't have to be the third guy, but just kind of get a prediction out there for someone not named Marquise and Keontae. Like I said, we're going to start with Callie Mike. All right, so, I mean, I think the the information that gave me the most confidence is obviously the Bosco's Boys podcast. Um, in that conversation you had with Jimmy, uh, basically talking about Michigan State and how they match up. Um, the fact that they do not excel in turn, turning over other teams um, and that they just don't have the length of Kentucky. So for that reason, I quite obviously am going to say that K-State is going to win this game. Um, and I'm predicting a score of 76 to 67. A uh, little palindrome action there. Um, and as far as a uh, impact player outside of Keontae and Marquise, uh, I'm going to say Tomlin is going to have a day coming back to New York. 
There you go. Uh, we'll give a shout out to Mr. Jimmy Goheen, who's in New York City, and a special shout out to his beautiful, beautiful wife, Alicia, who I see is listening in. Alicia, if you want to hop up and get predictions in here, feel free to as well. You can show up your husband and uh, you know say, hey, look, he's not the only analyst in the family. So feel free to hop up if you'd like. Um, let's go next to Joel. Joel, what do you have prediction-wise, and uh, who, who's either going to make an impact or who do you think might be that third guy? Yeah, prediction-wise, I'm going to go – I'm going to go high scoring. Let's yeah. All right. Let's go 82 76 cats on top, baby. And I think the impact player is going to be honestly, I think it's going to be ish to be, I I think he's going to have to play some solid D. I think he's going to play big minutes back home and we, we, we need just a couple. That, and I like that one because again, ish, Pops up in big time moments. He he could just be, you know, chilling, just chilling for what thirty eight of those uh, forty minutes, and then comes up, hits a couple big threes. I like that prediction. Uh, we'll go out to the Rockies next. Colorado Cole, uh, what do you got for me? Yeah, um, score prediction. I do think the Cats will pick it up a little bit scoring wise, and I think. Those rims in Greensboro, there's something off about that place. That place should never be able to host a basketball tournament ever again. But I'm going to go 79 to 71, cats on top. And then uh, I need to pick a some, a player, correct, Scott? Yeah, it, it, it could either be like, hey, uh, Tomlin's going to go off. He's going to be the number three guy or similar to what your buddy Joel did-ish. He's going to come up big with a couple threes. Uh, it could just be like, hey, you know, Nate Aubrey, he's bringing the vibe. Just a- any guy uh, outside of uh, Noel and Johnson, just predict. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going with Desi. I mean, dude has been playing like an absolute psychopath, no regard for human life, including his own. Um, I don't know. There's that one play where he – when he slowed it down, it looked like he headbutted that Kentucky player while he was going for a layup at the same time. Um, so I think he's going to go off. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to go <clears throat> drop 20 points, but I think we'll see a big game out of him defensively. I think he'll grab some big boards for us. And uh, he always provides a good spark when we need it. Um, so I think he's going to get to the bucket, get some fouls on Michigan state. And, um, I'm looking forward to him, uh, to keep up the, uh, intent. Yeah. I think that's a good one. You, you mentioned it. He just plays, uh, with reckless abandon for anyone out there. And, and I love it. Quite frankly, I absolutely love it. Uh, let's go next to, we'll go to Hayes uh, rocking the uh, Deuce Vaughn jersey in his new profile picture. Gotta love it. Hayes, what do you Yeah, I'm, I'd predict, um, say, 78, 72, a little more high scoring. Um, like I said earlier, I love the matchup. I just think that the things Mich- Michigan State is good at, we're good at stopping, and the things that um, – we're bad at they're not very good at exploiting such as like they don't force a ton of turnovers um 
as far as I know, they don't have a dominant big man. They're really guard heavy, which they have some elite guards. Um, but I think we do a really good job of stopping them um, just because that's where some of our best defenders are. And um, with that being said, like I've heard, I think Chef said that Joey Hauser might be the one guarding KJ and whoever it is, I would just expect him to have a huge game. I don't know if that's a bit of a cop-out, but he's been uh, kind of invisible the last couple. And um, I think we might have uh, kind of like a senior night game for him where just no one can guard him and puts up 20-25 and can win this one off his back. Yeah, no, I, I love to hear that. Let's go next to – I think we got Chef up next. Chef, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, Hayes, I mean, if – if Joey Hauser's not guarding Keontae, who the hell is he guarding? Because, I mean, it would be a problem if he's going to have to guard a guard like Desi. Maybe they put – there's no way they put him on one of our top guards. So, it's. I think it's got to be Keontae that's going to be guarded by Hauser, and I think that's just an athletic isolation mismatch that he'll get. But my guy, you know, what, what my prediction – I got – uh. Keontae, he's going to have – I think he's going to have four fouls late into the second second half, and I think he's going to drop like six straight points with those four fouls. Um, and it, that's going to extend the lead for us. Um, my score prediction is 72 to 67, Cats. Uh, hopefully that, that score holds up because that would make me feel real good. Then – my the the guy that I need to step up, you know, like we were talking about with those rims, the rims out in Greensboro. If it wasn't for a couple like Miss Bunnies, Cam would have had a a decent game in the first and second game. If he can get some of those layups to fall, we're we're talking about a guy, another guy that has ten plus points. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Cam Carter. Killer Cam is gonna reveal himself in New York. And look out for another highlight uh, pass from Marquise, maybe an off the glass. Yeah, so I, I would love it if Cam went off. Uh, I don't think he can blame. I don't think he can blame the rims. Uh, he uh, he kind of struggled at the rim all season long. But I'd love it if he figured it out. Went for like 13, 13 on like seventy two percent shooting all at the rim. Sign me up. Uh, let's go, Chris. Next, Chris. What do you? All right, here you go. Um, I think think uh, I'm either going to go between Naquan Tomlin or Desi. Uh, and if, shoot, if you're take, telling me to choose one, I'll go with Desi. I think uh, he seems like a guy built for March. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to go into overtime, and we win by two on a uh, late uh, on a late three or a late field goal attempt. Ah. So it's going to come down to the wire. All right, I got to run. Um, well, hey, thanks for popping up there. Uh, overtime game that goes down to the buzzer. I would be freaking out. I don't want that, uh, but that's okay. Um, all right, let's go to let's go to Ema Elvis, and then we'll go to Jesus next. Uh, Ema Elvis, what do you what do, what do you think's in store for the New Yorkers are going to do their thing? Um, I got sixty points out of those four guys. 22 for Marquise, if I want to be a nerd about it. Ish gets 12. Naquan plays more than 30 minutes and gets 20. 
and four blocks. Tyke gets six. Everybody else gets the the 28 remaining points of that 88 to 68 win. That would be absolutely amazing if we were able. I want it to be fun. Oh my gosh, that would be that would be fun. It would be low stress. I would sign me up. This is that's my favorite prediction so far. Uh, hey Zeus, you, you have a tough one to follow, my friend. And it looks like at least in the uh, in the DMs or in the chat, you're talking about. Uh, possibly going to the Elite Eight game. So hopefully it's low stress and you can book your ticket uh, for that Saturday flight. So what's your prediction? All right. So I'm thinking it's going to be a 10-point game when it's all said and done. I think the Cats will come out on top. I know it's March and you never know what happens in March, but I, you know, I think if this was, if we were playing them during the, the regular season, I don't think I would be nervous. I don't think they would be favored. I don't think Vegas would would pick them over us um maybe i'm wrong about that but i'm i'm feeling confident i know we got to take it take it easy be cautious and 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 play the game that we know the cats can play but uh i wouldn't be surprised if we saw a a marquise and Keontae duo um, where they're each scoring 20 some points um like we did earlier in the season um so that's that's what i that's what i'm thinking is going to happen for this game Good deal. We'll go to uh, we'll go to the coffee fiend Nick next, and then I, I I saw a fun question from Alicia in the chat. I will touch on that after Nick. We'll get everyone else's take on it as well. So Nick, uh, what what do you got for me, man? What's your prediction? Who's gonna go off? How's so we're gonna have we're gonna have four um, people scoring double figures, Keontae. Naquan, obviously uh, Keese, and then Desi. But biggest prediction of all, Noel's going to get the uh, triple-double. Points, points, rebounds, and assists. And we're going to win 78-65 while uh, Keese is holding the ball at midcourt in the mecca of basketball. I love it. I love it. Sign me up. Um, had a great question in there from Alicia, and then uh, we'll, we'll kick it around to anyone else who wants to chime in. Um, again, we, we have a few hundred folks. That might be exaggerating a little bit. I think there's probably around 100 to 200 folks who listen who are not on Twitter who may not have seen this. Uh, but Michael Beasley was back amongst his people, back amongst the basketball team, uh, surprised the team. Uh, I think it was Jareem Dowling and uh, Bailey um, who were able to get in contact with him because Beasley currently is living up in the New York area. He came in, looks like he talked to the team and was hanging out with them during their team lunch as well. Um, I think it is awesome that he's there. Now, um, is he going to say anything super inspiring? My guess is not. Uh, Michael Beasley... Uh, he's great for some quotes, but I don't know how how inspiring they are. Uh, but I think it is fun for those guys to see someone who, again, uh, folks like to try to minimize what Michael Beasley was able to do uh, in the NBA, but he still had an 11-year NBA career where he averaged 15 points and five rebounds every single night. Um, he was a guy who was playing uh, you know, at K-State uh, while these kids were growing up, kind of coming into their 
you know, kind of uh, years where they start watching sports. They see Michael Beasley still getting buckets, you know, with the Knicks uh, in the NBA. So I, I think that is a cool name that they all know. Hey, Michael Beasley came through here. Uh, and I think that was probably something they really enjoyed. Now, uh, if it was Rolando Blackman or Mitch Richmond or even Jacob Poling coming through, I think they might be able to inspire the guys a little bit more. Uh, but I'm sure they appreciated it. And it sounds like uh, a lot of the former guys who uh, live up in the Northeast uh, area, the tri-state area, um, who have roots in New York are going to be there. I think Martavius Irving was on Twitter saying Shane Southwell, uh, Michael Beasley, J.O., uh, and a handful of other uh, guys who have uh, connections back to New York are going to be behind the bench for the game. Um, I love it. I, I love seeing former players come back. I love seeing guys uh, get involved with the program. And then uh, Michael Beasley, I mean, you, you still see him on, on social media wearing K-State stuff. You see him during the big three shouting out K-State on occasion. But it's good to see him actually back in the presence of the K-State basketball team. I hope this is uh, the beginning of them really forming a good relationship and him getting back to Manhattan on a few occasions, uh, get him back in the rafters. So that's kind of my thoughts on that. Um, let, we, we can quickly uh, go around the horn and just kind of get anyone's thoughts on Michael Beasley being back around the program this weekend. Um, we'll start with Callie Mike. Uh, Callie Mike, what was your reaction when you saw that? And uh, what sort of role or what sort of inspiration do you think those guys might have taken from it outside of like, oh, hey, he, uh, he he's a dude who made it to the NBA from K-State and uh, maybe a weed hookup. I don't uh i loved seeing it um <clears throat> super exciting I'm, I'm on the same page with you like anytime you see former players re-engaging with the program um it's a great scene uh beasley had like an awesome what looked to be like a fresh prince inspired outfit on today um he is a fashion so, icon know, like he definitely is i follow him on instagram like i, I think he's really into the fashion scene so like I don't know. Maybe he needs to start a clothing line and, uh, you know, sign, sign some K-State players up for NIL. I think that's a great idea. But um, also, you know, Keontae had a little story on his Instagram uh, meeting up with Beasley, um, which, you know, I don't know if he was uh, insinuating that they had talked about meeting up, um, just saying that Beasley kept his word. Um, so, you know, I love seeing it. It's great. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Keontae being from Virginia, that DMV area where uh, Beasley was from as well, that might play part in it as well. Um, let me also get your prediction. Uh, FAU versus Tennessee, who's going who's gonna to come away? In that? Man, I, I would love to say FAU just because you want to see that Cinderella upset continue, but uh, I think it's going to be Tennessee, and I think they're going to kind of pound them into the ground. Well, there you have it. Let's go to Joel next. Uh, Joel uh, with an amazing uh, picture. Is that Uso from his recruiting trip a while back? You better believe it. You know I'm a Uso stan. Oh, I, I absolutely love Uso. Great picture. All right, uh, so give me your thoughts on Michael Beasley being back amongst the team, then also give me your FAU Tennessee. Yeah, dude, I think it is awesome that Bees came back. I mean, like you said, those guys grew up when he was kind of – the it guy in college basketball, you know, and I mean, he still has an immense amount of 
I guess uh, his game has an immense amount of respect um, still in the basketball community and it, it carries some weight. So I think just him being there and those guys seeing like, yo, we got like one of the coldest offensive hoopers of all time, like in our corner. I, I think that'll give him a jolt for sure. And just seeing like, like you said, like all the older guys uh, coming to the game to support, I, I think that'll really get them going. I mean, not that I think they'll have a problem getting up for the game, but yeah, I think it was sick. Yeah, and the fun part about Michael Beasley is like, there will be clips that will go viral of him this this summer, just absolutely running an open gym or even hooping against some of the current NBA guys and still getting a bucket. So I think his name still resonates big time. Let's go back to the mountains. Let's go to Colorado Cole. What are your thoughts on Beasley being around the team and what's going to happen between the Owls and Valentine? Uh-oh. I see you're unmuted, but I can't hear you. Might need to go to Hayes. Cole, we'll come back to you. Hop out and hop back in. Hayes, what do you got for me? And then Joel has FAU, for the record. Hayes, thoughts on Beasley and then Al's yeah, I think it's awesome that Beasley was back. As far as I know, he hasn't really been around K-State since he left, um, but he does still shout us out every once in a while. Uh, I hope a certain ex-mayor wasn't listening to the weed hookup comment or we could get into some trouble here. Yeah, I was kidding. Bob, if you're listening, uh, do do not. That was a joke. Um, I It was a bad joke, uh, but it was a but uh, I I think Tennessee might be able to uh, win their boxing match against FAU the way they play. Um, I think FAU kind of lost all a uh, Cinderella feel-good story after that 360 dunk they tried. Um, I think pretty much everybody in the country hates them again. So the they don't really have the feel-good story anymore. I think it'll probably be Tennessee that we uh, hopefully face off against on Saturday. Um, and I like that matchup too. All right, we'll, we'll try Cole one more time. Otherwise, we're going to banish him until hopefully we have a celebratory live show tomorrow. Uh, Cole, thoughts on Beasley and FAU Tennessee? Uh, All right, can you hear me now? I do. All right, so Mike Bees, I love that dude. Um, and to be completely honest, I think that's – my earliest memories of really enjoying K-State basketball is when Mike B came around. I mean, as a 97 baby, there wasn't very many memorable moments prior to that. So I'll always love Beasley. Um, He'll always be one of my favorite players. And I love that he's kind of around the program again. I kind of felt like it's been too long since we've really – kind of circled back and embraced Beasley and uh, brought him back to the program. I hope it's not like a one-time thing either. We need to get him back to Manhattan sometime and hopefully uh, get his jersey up in the rafters. But, yeah, I'm sure it was a great moment for the team to see him. And he definitely has, even his NBA career, although some people like to uh, talk down on it, 
I think you could put together probably one of the greatest highlight tapes of all time when you put together college and NBA. Um, as far as the FAU and Tennessee game goes, uh, yeah, like everyone else, um, I'd love to play FAU for a chance to go to the Final Four, but I think Tennessee's going to pull it off. I'm not sure if it's going to be a blowout, but I think Tennessee will kind of uh, impose their will on it. There we go. We'll go to Ema Elvis, and then we'll wrap this question up with uh, the coffee fiend, Nick, Ema Elvis. Uh, Beasley back around. He's going to be behind the bench. Some of the other guys, what was your reaction when you saw him around the program today? And then uh, any FAU Tennessee Okay. Even if his words may not be the most inspirational, what he says doesn't matter as much as greatness inspires greatness. And once a cat, always a cat. Just hanging around the team. Uh, you know, Beasley was amazing in purple. And being around the team and, and having his aura there is being very supportive of this team that's on the verge of something magical. Um so I think it's a great thing. As far as FAU, Tennessee, I don't really want FAU to advance anymore because people tend to root for and follow the Cinderella like we did St. Peter's Peacocks last year. And I thought, man, they're done. And then here they win another one. And then they win another one. Um, so people just kind of gravitate toward that Cinderella team. And I want K-State to be the team that America is behind. So Tennessee beats them, and then we take them on. There we go. Let's go to the coffee fiend, Nick, now. Yeah, Cole stole the words out of my mouth. Um, it's been too damn long to recognize Beasley and for what he did in his one year at K-State. I mean, I put in the group in the chat that, uh, he kind of changed the basketball culture the first time at K-State when he came on campus. And uh, he just, I don't know, I, I just remember that KU game and going wild for what he did, him and Poland did that night. And from then on, I've always been a Beasley fan. So um, everybody else kind of put it all together that, you know, like just like Emal Elvis said, greatness inspires greatness. And, um, no matter what he says, good or bad, they know that he's a legend at K-State, and um, they're going to gravitate toward that. So pretty exciting that they're starting to recognize him um, on camp, not on campus, but on the team and get that mutual respect and the uh, relations going again. Uh, as far as predictions for FAU and Tennessee, it's going to be close. Um, probably going to come down to the wire, but I think Tennessee's going to pull it out and we're going to have to face the volunteers in the Elite Eight. Well, there you go. All right, folks. Um, you know, I, I thought the good vibes were going to keep going. Like my nerves, you know, I said at the top of the show, I wasn't quite nervous yet. Um, just kind of talking with everyone, not that anyone has said anything to me. The nerves have hit me. I thought I was going to make it till the morning. Uh, they have arrived. So I, I'm starting to get you know, that nice, familiar, nervous feeling uh, that you only get to feel as a sports fan when a massive game and event is on its way. So it's starting to set in over the last 48 minutes. Um, What I'm going to do, um, we're just going to go around the horn one more time. 
just any final word uh, about this K-State team. Now, we're all predicting K-State to win. I'm right there with you. But uh, this very well could be uh, the final game. Hope it's not. Um, and I'm hoping we get to do this uh, a celebratory show on uh, Thursday evening and another live show Wednesday as well, getting ready for the Final Four. But, hey, you have to play the games for a reason. So get any final words you'd like to before this Sweet 16 game. Uh, out to the Boneheads, your fellow Boneheads and K-State Nation. We'll start with Callie Mike. Callie Mike, just any final words before uh, before we call tonight? And uh, we're one sleep away from playing in the Sweet 16. Yeah, um, I just want to make a shout out to one of the unsung heroes um, that has been making uh, his way around Twitter. A lot of stories on this guy, uh, Willie the Wildcat, um, or Willie Wildcat. He uh, he's had to be in a lot of places. He had to be at the baseball game last night. He had to be at the women's basketball game, uh, winning that NIT game, and he had to be in New York. Um, so you know. He's all over the place. A lot of people are talking about the fact that he does not have a cat body um, and they're here for it. Uh, and I love it. So shout out to Will. Tell you what, that that cat can be so many different places all at once. Uh, I'm glad he's getting some of the recognition he deserves from you, Callie Mike. We'll go to Joel next. Joel, any final words on Yeah, um, this week's a business trip. Get in, get out, you know. Uh, we're, we're not done this week, so I'll talk to you guys about it. There we go. Uh, final words from the Rockies with Cole. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, you just got to tank preaches 1-0. You only got to go 1-0 two times, and we're looking at flights to Houston. So, you know, let's take care of business. I think the Cats can do it. Uh, feels like everything just feels right with this team. It's a special team. Lots of guys that we love to watch. So hopefully we get to watch them for. There you go, Ema Elvis. Are you going to do a parody song if we make it to the Elite Eight? Oh, I'm sure I'll be inspired. Scott, you said maybe a live show next Wednesday getting ready for the Final Four. And I got chills. This is amazing. This is awesome what we're doing right now. What what we're in this school year, football, basketball, times have never been greater. I you know what I, I've been thinking about this quite often, trying to measure this up against uh, you know, the three ma year, uh, with the again, added benefit of baseball. But I, I do think that if you if you try to compare uh, the the highs and just kind of the storylines that go along this football and basketball team and measured against that 2012 team. Uh, Iman Elvis, I think you might be right. I, I think uh, depending on how things go, hopefully we can definitively say this this year, but this might be a great topic this offseason. So I think that's a – that That's what I agree with that because uh, I don't really remember 2012, 2013 like I'm going to remember this one. Uh, and it's because of the stories involved. It's because of the coaches that were picked. It's because of the teams, how they came together. Um, how Will the Thrill takes the place of an injured quarterback and is just lights out amazing. 
uh, how a team goes from two to 13, like zero to 60 in a car. And they are, they arrived and they did their thing. And we're going to remember this for a long, long time. Oh, and on the Willie, the wildcat thing. All the cats that have bodies look like crap. We love our Willie the Wildcat. I'm right there with you, Email Elvis. I, I wouldn't trade change anything. And then shout out to Joel. Joel had it in the chat. Chat. This is the best men's golf team we've had in school history as well. So shout out to the golf team. Uh, we'll go Hayes, and then we're going to finish it off with the coffee fiend, Nick. Hayes, first off, hope you start feeling better tomorrow morning. Uh, but just any final words of yeah, this is just – it's been one hell of a sports season. Hell of a year to have a senior year on. Um, like you guys were saying, maybe the – probably the best season of my lifetime. Not to bring back pain, but that 2012 season seemed to end on just a lot of disappointment in both sports. And we have potential for a lot better this year. So um, I've just – like I've said, I've said this before the tournament started. We got enough New York guys – they play with enough passion. We got enough experience. This team is not going to lose in New York. So whenever that comes at this point, it's final four. So I'll see you guys in Houston. There we go. I love it. I love it. And then uh, we'll wrap up with the coffee fiend, Nick, Nick, uh, just any final word. What, what a season, what a sports season uh, at Kansas state university. I mean, started off with football, and roll into basketball and who would have thought that one year from uh, this week hiring a coach we barely even knew and now we're flirting with a uh, elite eight and final four uh trips with only returning two players who would have thought you know we all thought that it was going to be a tournament tournament team but we didn't think that this was going to be the potential to be one of the greatest seasons in Kansas State history um, we, we have dudes and we're going to ride all freaking night long in New York city into the final four. Go. Well, there you have it, folks. This completes the final or no, it won't be the final. It completes this week's first live show, hopefully first of three, actually, uh, so yeah, if if you're listening to this on release day, if if K State takes care of business, when K State takes care of business versus Michigan State, be looking to Twitter, look for the Spotify live link. We just might be going live, and heck, if we take care of business, when we take care of business in the Elite Eight as well, we'll do it again. We'll run it back. So that's all we have. It's been a fun one. So for all the boneheads, for Chauncey, the best dog in the world. We love you guys so much and go. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight, hail alma mater. From sea to sea, onward forever, hail victory. Ba-dum, ba
Marumba Fight, UK State Wildcats form alma mater fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 UK State Wildcats for alma mater. Fight, 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 glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go State! Podcast Network.